Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. So let's start off by imagining something really good. Let's imagine that you are the one person in the room that they always want to give the assignment and they always want to lead. Maybe that's true all the time already. Maybe it's true none of the time. Maybe it's true some of the time, right? So here's the situation. Imagine you are constantly being asked to lead and maybe part of that is you do have some pretty great executive presence in this particular arena. So the question is, what does that mean in terms of when you should step aside and give other people the chance to lead. And I feel like a lot of people who are technically strong and as they start to become managers, right, your reward for doing the job really well in most organizations is, oh, good look, you get to manage a bunch of people who used to be doing your job, right? And the challenge there is you can actually do the job of a lot of the people you're managing. Sometimes you can do it a lot better than they can, which is why you were given the position to manage them. However, your new job is not to do your old job plus oversee other people who do your job. Generally, it's to manage the people who are doing the job that you used to do. So then we get to the D word, right? The big bad D word, delegation. That becomes a big part of your job. And I'm curious, how comfortable are you delegating? And what makes it more or less likely that you would delegate to a person. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to share your thoughts on that, you can leave a message on Anchor FM or email me at joe at connectioncounselor.com. If we can, we'll include your message on a future episode. So executive presence, you have it. You're being asked to lead all the time. You're, you're getting all these chances. But sometimes, sometimes it's better to step aside. And why might you want to do that? Well, we went over one of the most obvious reasons already, which is because that's not your main job anymore, right? Uh, so you're not going to have time uh, to manage and do all the new things that you're asked to do, as well as doing uh, your old job, right? Often that's not realistic or you end up burning out. What are some other reasons why you might want to step aside and let others lead? about that for a moment. Think about how the people you may be leading maybe aren't at the next level yet, right? And what does it mean for you to give them an opportunity to test them doing something that they actually don't have the experience doing, right? Something that they can't do in their sleep. They have the skills to figure it out. They have the skills to correct themselves if they make mistakes, but it's not a done deal that they can slam dunk do it. And what's the upside of giving people those sorts of opportunities? Imagine how confidence building and how motivating it is when someone gave you the opportunity to do something for the first time and really trusted you with it, right? Didn't turn a blind eye and forget about you, but really said, you know what, I think you're gonna do a great job, come to me if you have any problems, and 
was there for you if any complications came up and was able to steer you through that situation. Think about how important that was for your career to get that opportunity. So this is one of the double-edged swords of executive presence, right? If you're really strong, and let's say you're not even leading someone, let's say you're on a team full of high performers and you're always getting the ball or the call, right? You're always getting asked to do anything. And think about how that doesn't allow others a chance to lead. And maybe you don't want to do all the things you're being asked for. Maybe you like to do A, B, and C, but they're asking you to do A, B, and C, D, E, and F, right? But look at Jeff or Jennifer over there. They love doing D, E, and F. And they could probably do a great job, but they are not getting asked because they don't have the executive presence. So this is a great opportunity to understand that executive presence is not about taking, getting, and taking all the opportunities. It's about getting more opportunities and deciding which ones are right for you and also which ones might be better served by others because it makes your team stronger and it just makes the overall culture and organization better and frankly, it prevents you from burning out. So just something to think about as you go through the day and people are coming to you. I hope people are coming to you all the time because you're a professional and you work hard. Think about it. Do you really have to do this? Or is there someone else who would get a benefit from it? Do you really have to do this? Or is it not really the type of thing that you feel you're meant to be doing too much of? So better to start to transition some of that to someone else who can really thrive under those conditions. So definitely don't think executive presence means you have to take every opportunity. It's not about hoarding. It's about having access to any opportunity you might want to have, but it doesn't mean you're the only person to do it or you should be the only person doing it. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. I hope you've been having a wonderful week so far. You're energized and really passionate about what you're doing. And today, I want to talk about something that a lot of people consider as being like oil and water, but we're going to dig a little bit deeper into it and see how these two qualities actually can coexist quite well together, if we understand them in a more nuanced way. So the state of being or the quality I want to talk about is being quiet right? And can you be quiet and also have amazing executive presence? And I think about a friend that I had in high school, right? Um, He was kind of one of these all-around kind of guys, really good athlete on the football team, um, also, you know, pretty good in school. And you could kind of tell he had these kind of leadership qualities, right? However, he was I would say strangely for most football players, 
quiet, right? Like he didn't speak much. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.